105.3 FM HD 2. Not just HD 1. We give you two for the price of one. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of the Food Show. It's our program of eating and drinking, restaurants and cooking, wine, the entire range of eating. Now we are into the carnival season as of today. Yesterday ended the Christmas season, and now onward we go. Mardi Gras is the 5th of March. And we have a lot of other things coming up uh, throughout the, the year. This, I think this is going to be a, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a very busy and very interesting year for uh, those of us who like to cook, who like to eat, and who like to go to restaurants and like to hang out with people and, and uh, shoot the breeze and just have a good time. My wife and I have begun a program of uh, taking people out to, to dinner. Actually, we don't take them out. Uh, we, we just split it 50-50. That's, that's uh, one of our rules. Uh, you come to one of my... Uh, one of my uh, dinners, or lunches for that matter, and uh, the deal is, no matter who ordered what, everybody picks up 50% of uh, of the. Ch- if there are two of you there, if there are four of you, you know, it's it splits uh, accordingly. Uh, I think that's the only way to go. I, whenever I see people at a table saying, "Now wait a minute, you had the beer and I had." the uh the really good wine i ought to give you a little more of this oh no don't worry about it next thing you know if if it gets out of control uh each person at the table uh, is giving a different amount of money to the to the waiter and believe me the waiter hates you for that because it's a pain in the neck and why can't you just do it 50 50 i don't know why i've never understood that uh if if these were people that you didn't like uh, okay, I, I could maybe see that, but uh, if these are the people that you invited to dine with you, and you, and you assumely, assumely, that's not even a word. You, uh, you, uh, you, you probably have uh, a good feeling about them, so why should you, uh, you know, say, oh, look, I don't quite trust you enough. One, I think you ought to put your $5 up first. <laughs> it's silly. I'm sorry, who is there on hold? Dave is here on on the uh, green phone. Dave. Yeah. Hey. Happy Happy New Year, Tom. Happy New Year. Come on in. Yeah. Hey. I, you were just talking about making you know anchovy pizza, yeah. and yeah. a few years back I read a book about Julia Child. This is kind of a long story, but I read a book about Julia Child, where this the, the author tried to cook everything in Julia Child's cookbook. Yeah. It was called Julia and Julia. And I, I um, vaguely remember that. Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. It, well, it was a movie with, with Meryl Streep. As, oh, I uh, definitely did show. see that. I did see that. Yeah. I, yeah. So anyway, at one point in the book, she screws up one of the recipes and throws it out and says, okay, it's time to call, uh, and she lived in New York, it's time to call such and such pizzeria and get a jalapeno and bacon pizza. And I think she was joking, you know, but... <laughs> It Actually, sounded that sounds good pretty me. good. <laughs> well, it sounded good to me, too, and I make pizzas uh, at home myself. I have a pizza stone and a paddle and the whole bit. And I thought, yeah, let's give it a shot. So I put raw bacon on the pizza with a huge amount of jalapeno peppers. It was good. It came out great. Yeah, uh, it sounds great so, to me. I mean, uh, jalapeno and bacon, I've seen that more than a few times. Right. It was extremely yeah. greasy and extremely hot, but uh, well, it, was worth, it was worth the yeah. trouble, you know. 
Well, but, what do you know? And it's nothing Julia Child would ever cook, but who knows? Maybe she had some some pretty good ideas about things. But not uh, to uh, not to play a game of can you top this? But I had dinner with uh, with her once. Wow! It, it wow. was at the Royal Sinesta Hotel. We were in the in their classy dining room at the time. It was called Begay's. And it was, uh, and she was in town for something or other. And the first thing that struck me is that she's taller than I am, and I'm not what you could call small. And uh, well, who, there's another voice. It's, as a matter of fact, it's another me there, uh, Doug. Do you know what that's about? <laughs> I'm just slipping in. I mean, every now and then somebody, you, you back into a button, and the next thing. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> it keeps happening. What's what's the deal? Uh, we uh, uh, where was I? What was I talking about? Uh, at, at Begay's with Julia Child. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we were. I, I was at, with Julia Child at Begay's, and uh, the chef brought out something that was uh, uh, an original dish that he wanted her to try. It was oysters Rockefeller served almost like a flan, except that it wasn't sweet. It was there was mm. nothing sweet in it. But if you can imagine, like a uh, a uh, 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 Creme brulee. What he, I, I'm hearing myself in the background here. This, uh, do you yeah. hear that too, or is it just me? No, I hear it too. It's it's okay. It's, uh... Yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, uh, uh, there you go. There it is again. Uh, so I'll, I'll just put up with it. So uh, anyway, she was as tall as you've heard that she is. She's, yeah. Yeah. You know, well yeah. over six feet tall, and I was looking up at her. The other thing is, she really does talk like that all the time. <laughs> that's the way she talks about. She, and uh, I don't know what that's about, but it doesn't seem to hold her back. But anyway, we had this oyster Rockefeller dish in the flan, and she ate it and said, "Oh, this is really quite good, quite good. I like this." And then. We never heard that the rest of the meal. Everything that came up, she just kind of looked at and said, well, no, she didn't say anything bad. But she went <laughs> yeah. for that one that one dish, which does sound good to me. I've never made it, but I, it's in the back of my mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, her cookbook, I have her two two of her cookbooks. Oh, she's got plenty more yeah. than that. She's yeah. got plenty more than I but I have the auto French cooking one and two. And that's a, that's a re- classic. Yeah, I read you know, it like... A novel, I, you know, yeah. I, I, the oh. recipe is good, but you know, the, the, just her, her observations about food are very good and interesting. Uh, the so the she, only local equivalent of that, uh, I would say, was Chef Paul Prudhomme's cookbook, which is yeah, you, you can't yeah. live without it, kind of a thing. Yeah, Louisiana cooking, I have that one too, and that, that's yeah. that's the same thing. And uh, uh, Pierre Frontet had one that was pretty similar in in, in tone, but. Who? Uh, Pierre Frenet had a, had a oh oh yeah so, yeah well yeah. he was he was he was he did it in New York City yeah so yeah. anyway what a guy yeah well bon appetit uh, bon appetit thanks for calling okay. it's the food show this is Thomas Fitzmorris it's nice to be here with you talking about food restaurants cooking and wine and all the rest of it the number is two six zero six three six eight I have this topic standing here on the table, you are encouraged or invited at the very least to completely ignore that unless you have, after all, uh, some thoughts about cheese. What's your favorite cheese? What uh, Do you think we use too much cheese in our cooking? 
uh, where does cheese belong, where does cheese not belong, uh, what uh, cheeses do you avoid completely? Are you one of those many people, more than you might imagine, who uh, has uh, uh, some uh, some cheeses that they really hate, and one of them being blue cheese. Blue cheese seems to take a rap from a lot of people, but uh, from a lot of others it doesn't. Two six zero six three six eight. And uh, if you have something else you want to bring up uh, about a restaurant, about uh, a recipe, or anything like that, it doesn't have to reflect on cheese or anything like that. Cheeses are just, you know, something to grab onto. Uh, and if you have something else on your mind, you're always welcome to uh, to call in with it. I will never, ever uh, tell you, wait, we're not talking about that now. You'll never hear that from me. We talk about what you want to talk about all the time. Two six zero six three six eight. And if you call right now, you'll get right in, and I wish you would. Let's see. Uh, we have. I, w- I was on the phone today with the guys from the Roosevelt Hotel, and they uh, they bought something. And we have uh, been doing this program for thirty years, and we've never done anything quite like this before. They said we would like to do a year long promotion of all of the places you can dine in the Roosevelt Hotel, which is a lot of places, and they also have a lot of a lot of specialty dining there. That, uh, For example, they have a teddy bear tea uh, during during uh, Christmas season. And this is very, very popular. It's so popular you can't get in there with a shoehorn. Uh, and at the same time, it's a little on the expensive side, but they sell it out anyway. Uh, anyhow, we, uh, we we talk about that. We talk about anything else uh, having to do with the food scene. What else? There was something else I was working my way up to, but uh, anyway. Oh, uh, I was in the middle telling you what we're doing at the uh, Roosevelt. We are uh, going to do this probably late in this month. It will probably be, as a matter of fact, almost certainly, it'll be in the... Uh, Fountain Lounge, which despite the name is not a lounge. You could go in there and go to the bar and have a drink and nobody would tell you anything. But uh, it's a full-fledged restaurant. It used to be called the Sazerac Restaurant. That was uh, their name for a long time. And at that time, that was the fanciest, one of the most expensive and uh, most memorable restaurants ever in the history of the city. Things change over the years, though, and they did. And uh, now they are back again as the Roosevelt Hotel. It's part of the, uh, the national chain, which is called. I shouldn't have started it without remembering what it was. But anyway, uh, uh, we will be there, and we're going to do an Eat Club dinner from the uh, uh, from the Roosevelt Hotel and their uh, Fountain Grill. We did that uh, about a month ago and had a, had a great time there. So hope you can come to this one, and we'll uh, we'll see about that later. But do, and we have other ones coming up as the year goes on. That we're doing everything to match the seasons. But up, but up, but up, but up. Two six zero six three six eight. Give us a call. Tell us where you've been eating. What you what you had over the weekend. Have you heard about uh, the restaurant called just simply Bywater American Bistro? That's the full name of it. Uh, uh, pretty much uh, an, an, a, a three-word name for a restaurant, and uh, 
none of the words are, uh, uh, what am I trying to say here? <clears throat> they, they are, they're generic, all three of them. And uh, that's funny, but I guess they're making up, the people who own it also own uh, the, the restaurant uh, that's right below us, pretty much our uh, radio studio is di- pretty much directly above uh, the restaurant that uh, whose name uh, comes out as Brer Rabbit. That's not officially what it's called, but that's how it translates. Anyway, that's a very good restaurant and very distinctive, and there's nothing uh, uh, just every day about that place. It's, it's good, and everything they do is, is a little offbeat, as opposed to, uh, as I say, they're kind of making up for that, the uh, uh, By Water American Bistro. Anyway, went over there with my daughter uh, last Thursday. Uh, she is not what you could call a gourmet, but she she puts up with the kind of things that I want to eat, and she likes going out too. So it's and and we like each other. That's another thing. Uh, so we went over there and uh, and had a, a really uh, nice time. It was a, a very unusual menu, though. Uh, nothing, none of the ingredients were weird. But and none of the ways of putting them together were weird either. But the the final result was something the likes of which you probably have not had before. And I have a full review of this restaurant in the newsletter today, which you can get to by going to nomenu.com. I put uh, just about everything we talk about on the air here. It either starts at nomenu.com or it ends up there. So if you uh, heard something, if you heard us talking about something on on the show and you missed the essence of it, uh, go to nomenu.com and you will find it there. Here's another place you can find it. As a matter of fact, it, you might say it's even better. It's uh, the WWL.com website, which also includes a way to record our program in case uh, the hours we're on from 3 till 5, in case that doesn't work for you. You can, uh, every day, we we run a, uh, a what do we call those? Um, again, uh, posts, not posts. That's not it. Uh Anyway, we uh, we have that out there for you, uh, and you can and, and podcast. That's it. I knew it started with a P, but that's a, as good as I could do. Anyway, that's uh, so we have those over there. Uh, so if you like the show, and I appreciate it, even if you give us a, the time of day, uh, you can get all of this back information enough uh, that you don't have to, you know, run to your radio and turn it on when I start talking. That would be nice for me, but not. Uh, it wouldn't make any sense for most people 2606368 what i would like more than anything else is to talk to you today so uh where'd that come from should i ignore it <clears throat> no i should go with it okay we will be back with more of the food show in a moment but first if you will this this is the food show i'm tom fitzmorris you know i i mentioned this last uh, hour and I, I really meant it i don't know if you uh, took it that way or not but uh, if you um, are given to, you know, running into friends or just in some cases totally, you know, uh, totally unknown people to you, uh, and you start a conversation, you didn't do any preparation for it, and you didn't uh, join in with where it's a, on a conversation that nobody told you what was it about. Um, so, but I'm making that offer here because this is really how we's, we've always been. I've just never put it this way. Uh just call me whether you think you have something worth talking about or not. Uh, 
it's a question that cross your mind, or there'd be no question at all. Just call me, and and just because that's the natural way of having a conversation, we will have something going on within a few seconds. So uh, give us a call, 260-6368. This is the one radio program in uh, New Orleans, uh, and maybe even America, where we don't require you to have anything particularly on your mind in order to call us. I think we will have some really interesting uh, commentary from that. So uh, please do go right ahead, 260-6368, 260-6368. A lot going on out there. Uh, one thing, I, I, I honestly, after we did the cruise last fall, we went up to New England and Canada. It's a wonderful cruise. We've done it four times, though, and I just uh, I question whether we'll ever do it again. And at the same time, I said, and in fact, come to think of it, I've about had it with, uh, with cruises, especially with cruises that I'm leading. In the last one we did, we had 82 people who were with my group. So we, <laughs> it was just uh, a little bit out of control. But uh, we uh, were, had our minds creased a little bit by the, the fact that the Cunard line, this is, uh, was, was originally uh, uh, British, but it's, it's part of, uh, it's part of uh, Carnival, uh, although it's, it, believe me, there's nothing in common between the two. This is uh, a really classy uh, cruise ship. It is designed to go across the ocean. Uh, in fact, we've been across the ocean with it a few times. This is, uh, in particular, they have three ships, uh, Cunard does. We have been to the other two, and this will be the first time we've been to the third one, and that's going to wrap up uh, our complete coverage of that. It's uh, the Queen Elizabeth, no less. It's a beautiful ship. I've seen it, but I've just not cruised in it. We are going to Alaska. Now, we're going to start off in Vancouver, in uh, in Canada, so you're going to go then, with the inside passage then, huh? We're going to go at the inside passage, That's and wonderful. we're going to make stops along the way. There's some fascinating places we've been twice before, but it's been a while. It's been you know, like 15 years since the last time we were there, and uh, it, the the scenery in Alaska, even if you're not trying to find where it is or what it is, is un believable you will never forget it it is a fantastic place anyway so we're gonna we're gonna do a cruise there it is coming up soon we just uh, kind of heard about it uh, I think they just decided on it uh, that's what I that's the impression I got anyway and uh, the latter half of June I think uh, our sailing date is the second of, of the, uh, the 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 12th of June and it's a, a four uh, I'm sorry a, 10-night cruise, and uh, there's a whole bunch of other things. If you're interested, go to nomenu.com slash Alaska, and it'll uh, take you over to the page that has all the info. It's an Eat Club event, so what we do is we talk a lot about food. We get together. We have dinner together. We, uh, If you want, if you would rather go and do something on your own or with your wife or your husband or you know, we're totally wide open. Whatever you feel like doing, go ahead. You know, we, we're going to have a good time one way or the other. So uh, uh, I, I really didn't think we'd be doing any more cruises, but this one I find hard to resist. Uh, and my wife even said, you know, I'm astonished that you are saying that because I, she wanted to go, but, you know, 
Well, you know, it's just, well, it's mumble, 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 mumble. Two six zero six three six eight. That sounds like a wonderful cruise, yeah. And, and, Doesn't it? Yeah, the last time I was on a cruise, it was a three-ship cruise. It was the Nina, the really? Pinta, and the Santa Maria. And <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. two, two of them didn't make it. And one of them came back to the uh, back to Europe with uh, tomatoes and chocolate. Yeah, and yeah. potatoes. Mm-hmm. Because the tomatoes were red, it was considered poison. Yeah, they thought everything in that family of uh, of vegetables was poisonous and there are plenty of them like uh eggplant it's a what what do they call those it's a there's a name for these uh european death fruit (laughs) it's 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 closer to that than you might imagine it's something like that uh devil's uh vegetables or something any anybody know the answer to that uh in in europe when the first explorers of uh, the New World came back home with things that in Europe they had never seen, never heard of before, tomatoes, potatoes, all of those come from the New World and plenty of other things. I'm just starting. Chocolate originated in the New World. That, it, so It's amazing because potatoes came from the New World and yet we have French fries. Imagine that. Uh, or freedom fries. Let's not forget about that. Or maybe let's do Two six zero six three six eight. Whatever's on your mind, if it's if you had anything good to eat over the weekend, uh, share it with us. I have a review of the uh, the fairly new restaurant uh, called the uh, uh, Bywater American Bistro. Uh, pretty good, very adventuresome, uh, aimed at a younger crowd. I would say it was pretty busy. Most of the uh, most of the service was at the bar, which is unusual. But I'm seeing that more and more often in restaurants around town. People uh, just like the they like the casual quality of eating at a bar, and also the possibility that you might start talking to somebody you weren't expecting to even meet. And the fact is, you don't know them at all. That's what happened to us. My my daughter and I were having dinner over there, and there was a guy sitting at the bar. So were we. And he was uh, close enough to where we were sitting that we could hear everything he said, not because he was irritating or anything, but that there was just no way you could have uh, said anything and not be heard by the person next to you. And he was uh, passing along tips for uh, your your tax return. <laughs> not a subject I would like to cover while dining, but uh, there it was, and and then I uh, I probably owe him one because I had an idea myself and I passed it along to him, and he said, "Well, gosh," well he didn't say "Oh gosh," but he, he said something like that. Two six zero six three six eight. Okay, imagine this: you're walking down the street. Here comes a guy, and you think, "Gosh, do I know him?" And then he waves at you, and then you realize you do know him, and then you just start shooting the breeze. And 20 minutes later, 25 minutes later. You finally go your special way because it was interesting. Well, we can do that with you right now. Call me right now. You, the nightshade. That's right. That's what the that's the family that the vegetables, the uh, tomatoes and uh, I don't think potatoes, but uh, um, eggplant and uh, there are quite a few other ones. Although I can't remember them all. But uh, what what are they shade again? Devil shade. Who? One. Deadly, yeah. 
deadly nightshade. Yeah, I, I remember I was in uh, San Francisco. Where else could this possibly have happened? And somebody at the next table over said, and we'd like a, a medley of vegetables, no night, uh, what is it, night? A medley, Something? no deadly. No deadly. Uh, a medley, yeah. no deadly nightshade. Thank you. Nightshade, yeah. No nightshade vegetables. That's what this person said. No nightshade vegetables. I thought, that's a strange request. Why? Well, I mean, just I'd never heard it before. That's why it was strange. Once I'd heard it and realized what it meant, it said, well, gosh, they're really getting particular these days. You go get a snowball. Yeah, no grape. No no grape uh, snowball in there. I'll take a cream of cream of cola. <laughs> you know, you wonder, come to think of it, it's much too early to be talking about this, but the uh, uh, snowball flavors. Who decided what those would be? And the reason I, I never gave that a second thought until I went to Hawaii. And Hawaii, uh, they have snowballs there, believe it or not. But they are totally different from ours. The machine is different that they make them with. And instead of having like 50 different flavors like we do here, they have three. Shave ice. Shave ice. That's exactly it. That's what they call it. Shave Ice, not shaved, but shave ice. You see it everywhere you go. You see it in uh, airports, uh, you know, uh, in the uh, in the volcanoes, you know, trying to lower the temperature a little bit. It's pretty sweaty to go in there. That's a, there's a place to go. We we've done one Eat Club dinner over there, but uh, there was only one ship that was doing it from the United States, and it's a long story, but it was it did not result in a in a particularly good program. All right, we will come back with more of the food show in a moment. Remember, just call me no matter if you have nothing to say at all. Call me and you'll see that you do have something to say and I have something to say to you and it'll all be great. Stay tuned. More of the food show after first, if you will, this. I'm walking down the street on the sidewalk or the banquette, if you will, and you're coming from the opposite direction. I don't know who you are. You don't know who I am. Uh, but I noticed that your uh, left shoe, the uh, lace has become unlaced, and you're about to trip on your uh, on your shoestrings. And I can relate to that because I do that all the time. And so uh, I'm asking you uh, to break into the conversation or, or create the conversation, uh, A, to uh, have you tie your shoes so you won't trip over your, your shoes, and secondly, uh, just to be friendly. And then the next thing you know, we're talking about restaurants, we're talking about uh, the weather, and all the other things. Uh, the, and I ask you to participate in this right now, uh, even if your shoes are laced fine. Uh, just go ahead and give me a call, uh, just just for the sake of having a, a, a conversation. Wouldn't you like that? I, I never get enough of talking to, to everybody. Uh, but I have something else on a totally different note. This is one of the most brilliant fundraising events for general charities because they do it with a different charity each year. Uh, Galatoire's Restaurant, uh, as you may know or may, may have heard, for a long time, the, uh, the only access to that restaurant was to get in line and then to uh, wait your turn, uh, usually, and... Then you could have dinner. 
over the years, they've decided that that to be very strict about that is not a good idea, and it gets people upset, and nobody wants to stand out in the street and any of that. Uh, so they changed their mind, but there were a couple of days in the year that are so demanding that so many people want to be there on that day at that time that they had to come up with a different way of uh, spreading them out a little bit. And here's what they did. They had an auction. This was now uh, a little time after Hurricane Katrina. I think it was an, uh, after Katrina uh, that they started doing this. <clears throat> and um, what happened was that they, they uh, put tables and chairs uh, on auction. And the person who got the highest, you know, who, who gave the highest bid would get a place at a table and uh, would get into the restaurant. And they would not have any of that money go to paying their check. The restaurant kept all of it. And then when it had all been added up, then they gave it to whatever charity they decided to help that year. This year, the uh, the outfit that is going to benefit most from it is i have it written right here but it's hard to read because it's too the type is too small wait a minute i'll tell you in a minute uh it is uh well first of all they have kind of like a generic uh foundation that they use to benefit like the police for example they they do that but this uh time around they're doing uh, the new orleans nop nopjf's adopt a block program uh, for public safety cameras on in homes with high crime areas. That's one of the things that they're going to support with the auction this year. Uh, and they're also doing something like that in, uh, they were doing one in Jefferson and one in uh, Orleans is the way I read this. I might be off on that. But uh, at any rate, this event will take place uh, on the 4th, I think, of uh Let's see here. Yeah, Monday, February 4th, it costs $50 for two to attend this. They will serve appetizers and cocktails before the auction first starts. It's a party from the first second that anybody arrives for it, and everybody just goes crazy. Uh, it's, they say it's 5.30 till 8 p.m. Uh, that's a long time, but that's how many people they're going to have there. And, and people will keep putting those bids up, and the charities will uh, benefit from it, and it'll be a lot of fun. I've, I've been to it once, right after they first started doing it. Now it is, uh, <clears throat> there's not a chance in the world that I would have enough friends to <laughs> have uh, everybody gather with me. But uh, in case you ever were intrigued by that, you have your chance to do it. Uh, all you have to do is call Galatoire's, and uh, let's see if they have a phone number here. Yeah, here we go, uh, 504-335-3920. And once again, this is on the 4th of February, and uh, they will auction off uh, all of the tables on the ground floor, the main dining room. That's the prime place for uh, you to be at Galatoire's on any day of the year. And uh, it's re that's really exciting and stuff. And if, if that sounds like an interesting thing, maybe for as a gift to a friend of yours who loves Galatoire's and who loves parties. So that's coming up. Let's see. Who is? Did you just tell Stephen is here. Stephen, welcome. 
Hello, I used to have clients that flew in for the, uh, the for the bidding and then went home and then flew back in for the event on the, on Mardi Gras oh, Day. Oh, boy. Somebody has uh, so more time one. on their hands than me. Or money. Yeah. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm pretty uh, good with money, but I'm just all that flying around. Yeah, well, you've got to yeah, get it approved by Put me in a train or put me on a ship, yeah. 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 Um, I'm I'm not a crazy cheese person. I like I love white American cheese. Do Way you over really? yellow white? American cheese? I know where you're talking American about. White American cheese. Yeah, yeah. And I basically like white cheeses. I don't. I, I'll eat if I go to a restaurant and the, the only thing they have is cheddar for the hamburger. I certainly will eat cheddar. But uh, I'm not a a, a big uh, crazy. I hate blue cheese, and maybe uh, I think maybe yeah. I'm a super taster. Could be. Uh, I've never heard it uh, accredited to that, but it, that makes sense, though. But I like broccoli, so well, I don't know. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and uh, but I don't like too many. And again, you know, recently I've been watching since I'm retired. I've watch a lot more TV and get bored with regular the three channels. So I watch mm. channel 12 a lot and the cooking yeah. part of channel 12. And sometimes I sit there and it's, you know, there's especially one that comes out of North or South Carolina where it's the, the chef of the farm. It's the lady that she and her husband were both chefs lived in New York city and the parents gave them money to start a restaurant but they had to move back to South Carolina. But sometimes I sit there and think, this is South Carolina food with a New York City flyer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the best way to, you know, some of this stuff, they just put way too much stuff in it, Uh, you know. But, I mean, you know, South Carolina with a New York City flyer. Uh, yeah, that that doesn't even make any sense because the whole point of the southern cuisines is to take it easy and back away from the stiff uh, kind of stuff you find in New York. Although in New York they've got a lot of uh, a lot of ethnic restaurants too. So forget what I just said. And simple, southern food is basically simple food. Very simple. Yeah, and but that what doesn't came that's out not of a your backyard. Down. Could be. Yeah. So, but no sardines on my pizza. Okay. Even we, even Andre's sardines. I'm I'm not a big fishy. Yeah. Andre's sardines. Didn't he used to be the conductor of the LPO at one point? Yes. No, did. no, that's somebody else I'm thinking of. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. Okay. Talk to you later. It's the food show. Bye. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Two six zero one eight seven. Ooh, no, wait, excuse me, wrong phone number. Two six zero six three six eight. The reason I gave the phone number for WWL is that I'm on there on the weekends, and I get used to saying their phone number, which is different from our phone number, and I get all goofed up. But uh, that's doesn't take much. That uh, so far, no one has disproved, and I think it's uh, something that explains a lot of what happens here, and that is. I think, pretty sure of it, in fact, that there are only 500 people living in the entire metropolitan area. Or else it wouldn't happen that when you call the plumber over to have him come over 
and uh, fix uh, a leaky faucet. You find out that the plumber is the son of your teacher in civics at uh, Jesuit High School back in 1965. And I thought, this is suspicious. I was there then. So I looked it up, and sure enough, but whatever happened to him? Now, you see, if you had called up, we would have solved this already. <laughs> or uh, solve other problems we're not even thinking about. 2606368. All of a sudden, everything is burning out at my house. I don't know what it is. We have, we have this uh, very bright light outside. It's the only thing that guides people in from the woods to over, over to our house. And uh, it burned out. It, it, but it, it, we've had that thing for 25 years. Can you imagine? Only 25 years out of a light bulb. How, did, how is it possible? What else do we have to say? I'm just waiting for uh, somebody to give us a call at 260-6368. About nothing, uh, it could be. Um, we were talking earlier, that last caller of ours, he was uh, mentioning how uh, he'd be watching Channel 12. And there are all sorts of things that come up there. All those cooking programs, they uh, really have become great for that. But also something... Uh, that has been going on there for quite a while, is that they did a bunch of special shows, uh, like the Lost Restaurants of New Orleans, which wound up being a book, and uh, other other uh, programs along those lines. And it all comes from the part of the history of, of New Orleans uh, that I grew up in, and uh, I'm, I'm on some of them. And whenever... Uh, somebody sees one of those shows that uh, they, somebody foolishly put me on, they uh, would wonder, gosh, you look a lot younger then. Yeah, I'll go fix that and uh, get back to looking like that before. Boop, 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 260-6368, 260-6368. Call right now. We'll get right in. We'd love to talk with you about anything. What you eat over the weekend? Uh, I uh, was was uh, kind of intrigued, as a matter of fact, more than kind of. I have a, a full review of this in my newsletter today, nomenu.com. You might also find it over at www.com. I give uh, the guys at www.com sort of carte blanche to, uh, to run my stuff up there if they have any room for it. So you might see it over there. But there's a, a lot going on. We're, we're into the Mardi Gras season the carnival season anyway that started today and now we will be um, uh, pummeled with uh, king cakes any day now they're out there if you go to the grocery store you'll see them if you go a lot of other places you'll see them too king cakes uh what do you think i uh, i was asked to uh to come up with some descriptions of king cakes for it's a long story i won't bother you with that. Uh, but uh, they wanted to. Somebody from out of town wanted to know what it was all about. And you know, you you can tell somebody that, and be very exacting with it. And then after you've told the whole story, uh, you realize that they don't know any better than they did when they started, or, or you did. And uh, so, what do you do? Well, there are two kinds of king cakes, you know. There are two kinds of. Well, yeah, I guess you could say that. There are the plain king cakes and the fancy king cakes. Yeah, 
Well, and then there are the ultra-fancy king cakes, which we uh, are getting mostly from Maurice's Bakery in Metairie. That's Jean-Luc Albin, who is one of the greatest chefs uh, in New Orleans, a French guy. He's been around New Orleans since the 1960s, so he's uh, no spring chicken. But he has been doing these king cakes in recent years uh, that are so magnificent. I mean, the, the one that comes to my mind immediately, it's somewhere between strawberry uh strawberry cake and and uh and what um strawberry king cake, king cake huh <clears throat> yeah and it's covered on the top with fresh uh strawberries okay. and with whipped cream and all this and it might not look like a king cake but if you ate some of this you would surely love it it is really good i mean and you know, I think the best standard king cakes are just okay, and there's some nostalgia to it and all of that. But I can't tell you, it's it's been any time lately that I've gotten excited over king cakes, other than some of those ones that Maurice's Bakery is doing. And uh, there are a few others out there. There, uh, there was one that came to our radio station uh, kitchen uh, last week. And it was just like covered with a thick layer of dark chocolate. And I'm sure that anybody who's a fan of chocolate, like my wife and my daughter, uh, they were all over that. But I, that doesn't even vaguely resemble a king cake to me, and I didn't like it myself. Yeah, they had another one there that was covered with uh, with the, <clears throat> garlic uh, and sardines. Well, you know, that, there they one, are that one was over at the side here. Nobody seemed to be interested yeah. in that one except a few flies. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it was covered with a uh, uh, pecans, a pecans in there, and it was praline mm. pecan icing on the on the top of the cake and probably inside too. But it was basically brioche. Well, that's the classic. I mean, the brioche dough is is you don't get it everywhere, but that that does give it the distinctive flavors. I like them filled. I like them filled. You do. Duff. I up to I a point. I, oh, mm-hmm. The one I like, and best, I like the baby I'm, inside too. I mean, you know. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. You know, you lose the the excitement of the whole thing if you have the baby right. over on the side, like the, all the lawyers want them to do. Oh, for goodness' sake! You know, it's so silly. I know. On the I'm other like, hand, if you were the one who uh, swallowed it whole. That's why I, I that's that's why I you know somebody's going to come up be with careful. a with a gummy baby that they can put in there and eat to their yeah yeah really what are you doing I'm eating then babies. if you if you sw- if you swallowed it it wouldn't mean anything would not mean anything at all no you just swallow again and then that's and you it you say oh that was different yeah I'm trying to picture uh, in my audio uh, the audio of my mind what a uh, what do you call those? Uh, gummy baby. Gummy baby. Yeah, gummy babies. What? Uh, what? Fl- what would that taste like? I wonder. I think we're going to have to wait till our next show to in- investigate that because we're about out of time for today. Thank uh, you to everybody who uh, called today, and that was another another good show on a Monday. Yet we do usually, it's really lousy on Monday, but here we are. Oh, I can't wait. You know, um, NPASS, the North Shore uh, Artistic something or other. I can can never remember what it means. Anyway, it's a choral group, and uh, I've been in it for the last five or six years and really, really enjoy it. But just 
for the last six months or so, I haven't been able to go to anything because just two schedules are too heavy. Now I said, listen.